0: Hi, I'm Sarah Shea.
1: and I'm Strangely Duesberg.
0: Welcome to the Pilot House
1: podcast, where we watch all the shows we missed the first time around
0: and try to figure out where the heck they were going with this.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of Pilot House. It's so special. This, this is, this is, uh, this is like our very first uh, listener dare. I guess you could call this one a dare because, like, <laughs> it's not just that this has been requested. They're like. Yeah. They're, they're they're like you you have to watch this. Uh, we, yeah. we 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 have you.
0: been controlled by the listeners. So we have said in past episodes, somewhat jokingly, that if you want us to do a show and we're like either not getting around to it or you think we would not do it uh, left to our own devices, you can pay us and we'll do it. And then two of our listeners were like, "Okay,
1: yeah, <laughs> here's
0: the money." <laughs> Do, do this show
1: so we, we were like great okay. we'll do it
0: unfortunately that was like a year ago but uh you know a lot of stuff has happened so we are finally doing it we're finally making it happen so i think there's just one thing left to ask you strangely and that is
1: who requested this episode
0: oh you just ruined my flow i was gonna say what do we know about russian doll
1: Oh, yeah. Well, we, we do have to do that. But yeah. first, who, who requested this? Yeah. We need to well, thank sure. them.
0: I guess we should thank them. Uh, yeah. So thank you very much to Jerome Cobo, Pilot House super fan, and Esty Shea, my sister. Uh, they have requested that we watch this show. In fact, Esty was hassling me to just watch it on my own time for probably a year before finally like money came into the picture. So now we're making it happen. And... Therefore, we must first address segue, There we go. Good segue. Now we're here. What do we know about Russian Doll?
1: Well, I think after we watched the first episode of this, which is about 24 minutes, 25 minutes, I think the next episode is 23 minutes, and then the episode after that is 21 minutes. I don't
0: think that's And then true. the episode
1: after that is 19 minutes. And the... the the second episode starts halfway through the first episode. What so it's like a smaller you... episode oh. I was like, what inside are you talking the first about? Oh, episode. Oh, right, Russian doll. And then it took me a minute. Matryoshka, you know? Guys,
0: I, yeah, I know. I get it now. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I just was like, what are you talking about?
1: Also, like, <laughs> there is a part of me that's sad that we're not watching, that we're actually just going to watch this on Netflix and not, like, downloaded Pirate because, like... When you download a pirated movie file, it's often in the Matryoshka video compression format, which, oh, you know, is named I, after the dolls, which I, I think is adorable. I didn't know It was a thing. Yeah, yeah compression. No,
0: that's, that's fun. Well, what I know about this show in reality
1: uh-huh.
0: is that it stars Natasha Lyonne.
1: Is there a smaller Natasha Lyonne inside her?
0: Oh, I think she's the only one who can answer that question. Twice. With a
1: smaller Le- Natasha Lyonne yeah, she has.
0: She has like consecutively smaller inner childs. Yeah, inner children. Is
1: it Natasha Leone's all the way down?
0: It might be. We won't know until we watch the episode. Can we actually talk about the show? I, I know that you're really enjoying these jokes, but like, you have to like space out the jokes with some information about the show in between. Okay. Well, you know. Can you tell me a thing you know about the show? Strangely, a real one. I At I I one. know
1: nothing about this show. That is oh. that is why I have nothing but jokes you, to offer. You author. don't
0: know anything.
1: Legitimately nothing.
0: Do you, do you have a sense of how recent it is or any or what country it's from or no you know?
1: the, the literally the only thing i know about this other than the title is that at some point i saw somebody on twitter be like russian doll you guys holy shit or something like that like like right. a very excited review but i mean it could be about poop people are worshiping now that i think about it like parsing that it was just russian doll you guys holy shit um <laughs> But uh, no, legitimately, I know nothing about this. Okay,
0: all right, fair enough. God forbid you just say that, (laughs) but sure. I thought it was inherently obvious. No, I thought you were just being a twit. (laughs) Nope. All right, well, well, you were, but you had a reason. Anyway. (laughs)
1: It's entirely based on where you're sitting, I guess.
0: Uh, I guess, well, I'm sitting right here, strangely, a foot away from you. (laughs) I'm. I can touch you. with I know. Hands. Right? That's we're, how close we are. We're touching hands right now. It's really now. exciting, you guys. Strangely, got tested so we could do this not over the internet.
1: For COVID. For COVID. Yeah.
0: Unfortunately, he didn't do a, a test for being a twit, or we wouldn't be here.
1: I'm, I have a terminal case of that.
0: Anyway, I, I will tell you a little bit about what I do know a little bit about the show, um, which is, I mean, it's a very recent American show. I believe it was a Netflix series. As well. Mm-hmm. I think it like dropped all at once. Okay. It's only eight episodes, unusual for an American show, but there are no rules in the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that Natasha Leone is the main character. It has something to do with her birthday. And I think there's some kind of time travel or time looping or something. Okay. There's something funny about time. It might be a little bit Groundhog's Day reliving a loop or something. I, I might be wrong about that.
1: I would watch that. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, it sounds cool. I'm into it. I like Time Weirdness. Uh, I like Natasha Leone in, in as much as I've, I've seen her in a few movies. Yeah. She's great, and, but I'm a cheerleader. She's a long time ago. I'm sure she's Love done things since movie. then. Down and Out in Beverly Hills, I seem mm-hmm. to recall. Wait, is that the one that... Am I thinking of the right title that she was in? Do you know that movie? No. All right, well...
1: But, but that title sounds familiar to yeah. me. So...
0: I'm either thinking of the wrong title, but like, what's the movie where David Cromwell is her brother and he sings Frank Sinatra in his underwear? Tweet at us if you know whether I'm right about the title of that movie or not. (laughs) This is future Sarah. It's called Slums of Beverly Hills. Down and Out in Beverly Hills is a different movie from the 80s. Uh, but yeah, I think that uh, that is as much as I know about the show. And I know that people seem to be really into it, When it, especially when it first came out. People were stoked about this show.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: I know that some people had a hard time not just watching it all in one go. Well, I mean, with, it,
1: with seven or eight half-hour episodes, I mean, that's, that's like one Return of the King. It's not really that <laughs> unreasonable amount of a right. thing.
0: No, it's, it's a commitment, but it's not like... <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? Levels of marathoning.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um But yeah, I'm, I'm actually excited to watch this in this format with you because it will keep me from doing that. Because I've found that anything that sort of is regulating me away from like instantly binging, even something really short like that, I often enjoy it more. Yeah. Like I've, I've watched Fleabag two and a half times, but always like over a span of time. Yeah. So
0: I still haven't watched that.
1: Oh, it's it's delightful. Yeah, no, I've Probably heard. Probably not as delightful as this show about a small doll that is in a hurry to get somewhere. But, you know, delightful.
0: Uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, Like, this is how a British person would react to that joke. Much better. Is it an exhale or an inhale, really? Is it...
1: It's an exhale. It's an
0: exhale, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so it's like you, you, you make the mouth shape of going like that in your palate but then you make an o-shaped mouth with,
0: with your mouth and then you sound like you're steaming milk
1: yeah which is the th- that is the most british reaction to a bad pun yep
0: yeah. it's it's fun i'm sure it's not fun just hearing the noise over and over again so i guess we'll wrap up this to we, let we, we know
1: hey they should be grateful we could be eating on mic right now you know i'm just just saying
0: we would never we've definitely done that That's <laughs> oh, That's happened. That's
1: happened. well shall we go uh watch this uh
0: Yeah, let's go watch an episode of Russian Russian Doll.
1: So we just watched the first episode of Russian Doll.
0: Yes, which I would not call a pilot. This is definitely a first episode situation.
1: Oh, I 1000% disagree. I have the exact opposite. That's why I was like, because you turn to me and you're like, wow, that definitely doesn't, that's like the first half hour of a movie. And I had the exact opposite reaction.
0: Really? Yes. Okay. This is going to be good. Yeah. Okay.
1: To be, to be clear though, we both, well, I really liked it. Yeah. I'm not not saying that because I disliked it. I just. Yeah. No. Yeah. But we
0: clearly had different perceptions. Well, I mean, just as we usually start, we'll start with the, uh, the, how wrong were we? Yeah which I guess we used to do, remember we used to do the initial hot take uh-huh. and we would always talk too long. Yeah, you know, like, just cut out the initial hot take. But that was it. That was our initial hot take. Yeah. I thought it was the first half hour of a movie, and you feel like it was really a pilot. So yeah, yeah. But in terms of how wrong were we, nothing was wrong.
1: And she was even she 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 keeps coming out of a very vaginal bathroom every time. So you know it's like she's she's it's like a smaller inside of a smaller. We're, there's recursion happening. Okay. I wasn't wrong
0: about that. You're the one who had to make it vaginal. I just want that on the record. The-
1: The show made it vaginal. I know, I know. I'm I'm referencing the show.
0: Was it vaginal enough? You need to let it go. (laughs) That was really good. Um, Well, anyway, yeah. I mean, it is a... uh, I didn't... I forgot to look up the date, but it it was from the last few years. I mean, I was not going to be wrong about that because I remember when it came out and everyone freaked out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it is a Netflix show from the last few years. Uh, It is Natasha Lyonne, and she is in a time loop on her birthday. So I nailed it.
1: You you totally nailed. I it. I
0: probably at some point read the Netflix synopsis. Right. Because when it came out, it was the show that popped up at the top right, whenever you right. logged in. So, all right. So uh, a one sentence synopsis of this show, as presented in the pilot or the first episode, depending on how you uh-huh. slice it. Um, I mean a a thirty six year old woman finds herself reliving the night. Of her birthday, yeah, with with strange results. I don't know. There but, you go. There you go. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Concept wise, the very very bare bones concept wise, pretty straightforward. It's just yeah. n- nothing is straightforward about what happens.
1: Although, but, like, and this it, they may develop it further and further episodes. But something I really appreciated about this pilot was the the fact that even though they're doing a, a, a time loop a our groundhog day or happy yeah. death day to you. Um they're not they're not jumping into what often happens in time loop episodes where it's like I don't know, it's like the characters like are like saying what other people are going to say before them and it's yeah. like it kind of leans really heavily into kind of this like montage repeat 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 thing. Yeah. And instead we only get three loops basically. The first one and then two Two repeats, so like it actually takes its time settling into the what's going on, in a way that I was not expecting. Like I thought we'd kind of get to the antics faster, and we don't get antics in the in the sense of like she's doing this over again.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. She she has the first the first loop is just the first right life her life. The second one is the one where she's like, am I high? Like. Mm-hmm am I losing my mind? Like what is going on? And then she kind of accepts like, all right, I was just having a weird moment. Yeah. Then with the third one, she's like, fuck everything. What is going on? Like something is happening for sure. And that is the weird part is that's when it cuts off. Mm -hmm. I was expecting it to cut off at a, um, with her in the bathroom going, Oh shit. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I was definitely expecting just like a, and it's going to keep going. But instead, she just walks off at the end. And unfortunately, I should have just turned off uh, the Blu-ray player immediately. But I let it run to the end of the credits because I was just thinking. Uh-huh. You'd walked away by that point. And then it popped up the episode, the, the, the tile for the next episode. And I got a slight spoiler for the next episode. Huh. But I don't want to. I don't know. I guess I don't know how much you care about that. But, like, I kind of want to talk about that because it's interesting. It's not a spoiler, but... I get it's kind of a spoiler, but it's not. I mean, they put it right in the uh huh. It's obvious from the thumbnail, if not the description.
1: Right. As part of the shitty ecosystem of Netflix, where they're like, we know you're about to watch this, but let us tell you what it is. Yeah. Like, it's Ooh. so annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I mean, if you want to talk about it, that's fine. I this show like genuinely does not seem like something where if I know and detail of episode two, it's gonna yeah. ruin my experience. Well,
0: let's let's talk a little more but, about the show before I get into that. But maybe I'll go into that later.
1: But that 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 acceptance that happens at the end of this first episode. Yeah. Where it ends with her just kind of like accepting that she's in this loop and and it ends on this note of like, so what's she gonna do with it? That to me is why this feels like a a complete arc of story. Yeah. There's a lot more story to tell, but in terms of like, Hero is in a predicament, Hero is trying to figure out predicament, Hero solves or accepts predicament. Like, she has a complete arc. Yeah. Which is, I've never seen that from a Netflix pilot. A Netflix pilot is just like, here's a bunch of shit happening, and then, m- like, watch more episodes for more things to happen. But there, there's that's not that, com- that, and that's why this feels like a very complete pilot to me, because, The story kind of has a beginning, middle, end with like a character arc for our lead, even though there's oodles more story to tell and there's mystery and there's sort of things being set up.
0: I mean, the main, I guess the thing that made me go, oh yeah, that's basically the first half hour of an episode is that we we still have no idea. They've not even begun. We've only gotten our main character, Nadia, to the point where she's like, okay, something is happening. Mm Mm-hmm. We've only gotten her to that point. She hasn't begun to really do anything about it, or to get any kind of hint as to why it's happening, or anything. It's very. It really felt like the. I thought it really did feel like maybe not the first half hour of a movie because you would get maybe get through more of the story, possibly. Although yeah. it was very dense, as uh, yeah, the person I- who recommended the show to me pointed out. That it's. I said like, oh, it's only a half an hour show, and she was like. It's gonna feel like you've watched more than a half an hour.
1: <laughs> but that that final line where she's like, Okay. Be really careful. Or or okay. Yeah, be don't careful. Be careful. Yeah. Like that to me was even if she doesn't know why it's happening, she has figured out the what and her at least goal at the point when the credits start to roll is it's like to get out of whatever the the fudge this is. Yeah. I need to not die. Yeah. I need to make it to some indeterminate moment in the future where I will be beyond this loop. Yeah. Which, to have a character, like, first of all, I, it endears her to me so much because it makes her very intelligent. Like, I feel like it takes characters longer to figure this out, usually. Yeah. And she's, like, on it. Even though we don't have to see her living the exact same moments yes. a million times. I was
0: definitely expecting more overlap.
1: Mm-hmm. Which, you know... Of the the scenes. Yeah.
0: But it makes sense. Obviously, she's not going to just go through the same motions. Although, with some... I think some time loop um, shows, or or sometimes when a time loop is approached in in fiction, there's um, an implication that the universe is trying to force the time loop to happen. Mm -hmm. um, As opposed to this, which felt like what would actually happen if a time loop happened... Actually, but no. like there's um, the universe trying to force the time loop is not happening here. Whereas you see some where someone the the main character says who is experiencing the time loop says something weird, and the character just responds. The person I'm talking to you responds with the thing that they would have said. Right. That they said the first time without acting as if they didn't even notice what the other person said. That kind yeah, of yeah. thing does not happen here. Right. She kind of goes through the motions initially. But then she managed to get as far as staring at the fish tank and the guy coming over and talking to her. her. But then she immediately, she doesn't, like, then go, oh, yes, okay, I'm going to hit on this guy again, like she did the first time. Right. She's like, nope.
1: So, yeah, Yeah. I guess let's get into that recap.
0: Yeah, are are we already?
1: Yeah, we're there. Uh, We're there. So...
0: I mean, this is definitely... If there was ever a show we've done yeah. where you should really watch it before listening to this, I would say this is this is one. Yeah. I mean, it's only half an hour, and it's on Netflix. If you don't have Netflix, you know someone who will lend you their, your, their right. login. Like, just go do it. If you're somehow listening and you had as much as you have had spoiled, just go right. listen to it. But... Or watch it. How are words... anyway so yeah nadia um what is the you know do we want to actually do like an actual recap i
1: honestly i I would rather just keep talking like structure and overall stuff i I feel like this is short enough that that
0: we don't really have to walk through the plot yeah and also i just i who who is listening to this who is who is not gonna go watch yeah the first half hour Yeah, yeah if you're doing that then you're doing what i do with uh, lots of podcasts, which is I just want to hear people talk. <laughs> I just want to have people talking in the background and I'm barely paying attention to what they're saying. And then you certainly don't care. I...
1: I it's
0: Basically what I did with James Bonding at first and then I got right? invested.
1: <laughs> I, I have to say, like, I almost said something to you, like about three minutes into the show, I was like... I was just thinking to myself, I was like, wow. This is passing... The, the Bechdel test without even trying, without it being a thing. And and without it, like, I mean, I'm sure that f- there are people who watched this and like, it felt like a really big moment that this is like this like female creative team and, and female production and everything. Yeah, but...
0: I didn't realize that Amy Poehler was one of the creators, yeah. which was really interesting.
1: But it, like, it's so often when I feel like a show is trying to make that kind of statement, like this is the kind of story we're telling or, or film or something it something feels odd about it because because the writing is being written in that way but like it it was just like everything was coming together to make that happen the direction the dialogue the the acting and even when the first male character appears the guy that she hooks up <laughs> with his head is out of frame for like the first 2 minutes that he is in the scene. Yeah. He is just that a torso a really holding a cell phone. And it's, it's fucking glorious. Well, he's just
0: talking. He's yeah. just like talking kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Not not totally bullshit. But like, I I, I thought he, she was going to be annoyed by this guy. Mm-hmm. And then when he's like, "Was that your pickup line? And she's like, it's never, it's worked so far or something yeah. like that. I was like, oh, he's going to be like super hot. And so she doesn't care that he's talking shit. And then he's not conventionally like... He's not TV hot, I guess. I mean, I thought he was cute. He looks like a young Robert Glenister. Uh, Yeah. We both I I said I whispered that to Strangely, and it's like I was thinking the same thing, and we like held hands about it for a second.
1: And and their their dialogue again. This is one of those things where it's like that their dialogue in the sort of like flirtation and leading into them, like hooking up and everything. Yeah. I loved it so much. It, it just was... felt really naturalistic.
0: Yeah. It was so weird at the same time, It, but in the style, I think that suits the show.
1: Well, and, and and this is one of those, those, those pieces of writing where you're dropped into the middle of everything in situ and you're not getting a lot of like uh, what, what you know, sort of that, I can't remember what you call it, but it's where people are, like, sprinkling in uh, plot information. Yeah. Uh, pilot talk or whatever. like
0: expo log.
1: Expo log. Thank you. We're not getting we a lot of expo coined log. this term. I couldn't remember. That's why I said got, that you.
0: We actually got more expo log in the second loop yeah. than in the first one. Yeah. Way more. We find out about her mom. We find out about her ex-boyfriend. That, yeah, we get a lot more, I think, of her personality. The first loop. Well, we learned in the first loop that she's a software engineer mm-hmm. uh, and we learn. Um, no, that's pretty much it. The, the thing that we learn about herself. Oh, that she has the cat. Yeah. we learn about the cat, the fact that the cat's basically a, like a, a deli cat uh, and it wanders around. Uh, and yeah, but I don't know. It, it's like we almost learn as much about her friends, the two main friends mm-hmm. that talk, at least in the first loop. Yeah, um, I didn't get to their names, but the one who's hosting the party, who's making a chicken, that made me really hungry.
1: I know, like I'm we're, like we're
0: gonna eat it since it's done. I actually we were set up and ready to press play, and I almost went, hold on, I need to eat. <laughs> yeah, there's pizza in the fridge. I need to eat it now. But like her friend, uh, who it's her apartment, and she designed the the like glowing, like yonic bathroom. Yeah. Well, I honestly, I immediately. thought was reminded of doctor who and the crack in the universe, that yep. whole storyline yep. more than I didn't even, I didn't even see it and go, wow, that's vaginal until the second loop when she says, was it vaginal enough? Like I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, no, for sure. I, that, at I that went, point, my brain I was went doctor like, who
1: the show is not subtle enough.
0: No, I apparently was for me. I,
1: uh, yeah, it's amazing. Subtle
0: enough for America. <laughs> the, the
1: but that the dialogue the, all the way through like I I actually turned to you while we were watching it and I was like this is like a Sorkin show in yeah. terms of how dense and how quick this is going, and that that yeah. that flirtation leading into the hookup like because we weren't getting a lot of expo log it was kind of like are these two like a couple who's been dating for like years. And this is just kind of like their weird game that they play at parties where they like talk shit to each other and they're kind of like flirting, but they're also like.
0: Yeah, I definitely didn't. I'm trying to remember at what point he revealed that they had just met.
1: It's after they have sex and he's like getting ready to go.
0: Well, I mean, she does say like, do you have kids? And he says, yeah, I have a kid. So like clearly she didn't know that already, right? So I did I knew they weren't like they didn't hadn't known each other a long time,
1: but, the, but but I
0: didn't know I didn't get until the second loop that they had clearly just met, right?
1: But it, th- that's the it, thing it that They didn't
0: know each other even p- in passing socially. Yeah, or something.
1: that's the thing that makes this that I just found so endearing about the whole like build up and exchange though was the fact that that I think and it, you know. I, it, like, in my experience with with sort of the dating scene and, and, and meeting people and, and sometimes going to a second location with them, is it...
0: It's, Strangely, never go to a second location.
1: Especially with an accordion player. I'm but sorry. I,
0: does that rule... Is that rule not about meeting people at parties? Have I been living my whole life wrong? <laughs> but, but like... This explains so much about my social life. Anyway, continue. But... I think
1: like it portrayed this thing that I've hardly ever seen portrayed in sort of like things of the adult dating scene where usually two people meet and they're kind of talking, but there's always this weird veneer of kind of like uncomfortableness and you're watching it and you're thinking if I was in that situation, I don't think I'd go anywhere with that person. Or like if I was, you know, I, I wouldn't go to a second location with that person. It's like, yeah, it's, you know, Ryan Reynolds and he's really hot or whatever. But like, you know, but in this is like, you could tell that these two people had vibed each other out and felt at least comfortable enough with each other to, like, progress their evening in the way that they did. And, like, the the way that, like, she sends the shitty party dudes off to, like, some closed-down hardware store. And he is clearly, like, so tickled.
0: Delighted, yeah.
1: He's so well, delighted. He, and he that,
0: knows immediately. He's like, where did you send them?
1: Yeah. And he's so delighted that like the shitty party dudes don't even phase him when the one guy like gets up in his face. He's yeah. just like, he's just like, don't, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Yeah. And they're gone. Um, but, that, but that sort was, of like. I'm
0: sure that's very New York of them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but that building of rapport is something like the, the chemistry is just great. I guess, yeah. it, I guess that's what I'm reacting to is, is the chemistry between those two. That's
0: true. It was to the level that I was surprised when in the loop, we kind of figure out. They don't even know each other? Yeah. Like, she says, like, I was gonna fuck this dude, and now I don't want to. Or, like, now yeah. I just feel empty inside. And, like, that initial conversation where they're talking in the the room with the aquarium just doesn't progress. Like, she says a bunch of weird shit to him, and he clearly just is like, okay, cool. I'm like, like oh, that lady's weird. Right. And, like, walks away, and they... They don't interact anymore in the second loop. And the third loop, they only interact briefly because they run, she runs into him, Mm -hmm. which makes me think that this guy is going to continue to be a part of the story. Somehow, like, if, if this turns out to be the sort of thing where it's like, there are certain things that are fixed, certain things must happen, Mm -hmm. maybe meeting that guy or interacting with that guy on some level has got to be especially because they gave us another hint uh, especially because they gave us a hint about his personality or his his situation in the third loop right. we we hear him say on the phone like i'm at a work thing all right i miss you like yeah. let me know when you get back in town and we're like oh you naughty dog yeah clearly whether he he was either lying about being split off from his wife or he's seeing someone else
1: but, or he's talking to his kid not how the scene was shot, but I I'm don't just saying that, that think that's
0: that, going to be But
1: a... that's part of the what's so great about this show is that the the Expo log is not always cut and dried as to like clearly establishing relationships
0: between um, characters. Pre- I will I will buy you a cake if that turns out to be his kid.
1: I'm, I am don't think it is his kid. Oh, okay. I'm just saying the dialogue was left open-ended enough that it yes. could be a person with many different types of relationships to him.
0: Yes. Okay, fair enough. He's not necessarily... It was not painted in such a way that it's like, it is cut and dry, definitely he's a cheating creep or whatever. Right. But Occam's razor says that's what they were getting at.
1: Sure, but I mean, there was the line wasn't like, I miss you and I, I can't wait to... Make sweet, passionate love to you, my wife.
0: Yeah, which is why I said it could be he's dating yeah. someone else. Mm-hmm. the The wife thing might not be a lie. Right, he might just have another partner. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry, kind of derailed us there.
1: Uh, Where were we? D- d- we 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 just watched Russian Doll.
0: Oh right, yeah. Wow, that show's great. <laughs> okay, so I'm we back. just watched
1: Russian Doll. I'm back. Okay, and
0: let's let's kind of start. From the beginning a little bit. Not the beginning of the podcast, the beginning of the episode of the show. Okay. The I we kind of we lost our trail of where we were conversation. I mean,
1: I had another thing to say, but if you oh, want to why if, aren't no, you saying it? I because you, you because we were doing a bit that we were gonna be we just doing a recap again and and so we're at the beginning. This is fine. Go
0: No, do I don't want to I what is happening? Strangely oh, I think I'm dead. (laughs) What is in this cigarette? (laughs) Apparently, Israelis put cocaine in their cigarettes. I've never heard of that before. I've
1: never heard of cocaine in a joint. I think it's supposed to be a joint. Oh, yeah. No,
0: it's a joint. Yeah, she does say joint. Yeah, there's apparently there's cocaine in this joint. And it's an important enough plot point that she says it every time. Yeah. She says cocaine like the Israelis do. She makes a point of saying that every time, even though her interaction with Nadia is pretty different. All three
1: yeah. times. But it seems like that piece of information is a fixed point.
0: Perhaps. <laughs> or that just tells us something about that character that she, like, she was ready with that information. Someone's going to ask me about this and I'm going to say, I'm a good game, like, the Israelis do it. Because right. that's cool or something? Right. I don't know. Don't know. That's new information to me.
1: So, wh- wh- what is it about the, the opening that you... you... You wanted to say something about that, how this opens, where she's in the bathroom. Well, and... I
0: d- only because you, I thought you didn't have something else to say, and I was going on to a new point. But if you had something else yeah, to no, say, go, I want to hear it.
1: Go ahead. It, it will come up
0: organically, I'm sure. I didn't have anything specific. I just wanted oh. to kind of address like the way that the episode starts in this very dramatic bathroom, uh huh, their black tiled bathroom with the water already running.
1: Yeah. Well, and th- th- that whole set of the of the like the art loft hipster like walk through apartment yeah with like the most epic art loft hipster walk through apartment party ever going on
0: i know i did think like oh this is exactly i mean you probably know better than i do how, it, how realistic it is but i thought this is exactly the sort of party that people who don't live in new york imagine is happening yeah. in new york all the time i mean the bathroom door even has a arched but at the like an arch with a point yeah i'm sure there's an architectural term for that sort of archway but like there's a gorgeous doorway yeah and i don't know if that if i don't think she would be able to do that part without fucking up the walls of the apartment i'm assuming just the the glowing thing in right. the wall but then the, because the black walls are t- the tile walls are black tile mm-hmm. and shiny the blue light from the door is like glowing I love when the two women. Uh, she says like I'm the, cre- I'm the creator. You're the factory or something yeah. like that. They're like trying to. They're kind of fighting over like no no no. She built it. No she built it. Well, yeah. I'm just the designer. You're the factory or whatever. Yeah, you know? it's very cute. Also, was that woman that she was the silver haired lady in the overalls? The woman she was in the bathroom with is that supposed to be the 22 year old that she's fucking? She didn't look 22 to me. She looked older.
1: Or or is the one who's making the chicken the one that she's dating?
0: No. First of all, she's definitely not 22. And they, they were kind of teasing her about it.
1: Right. She
0: says, like, something about dating someone younger. And one of either Nadia or the chicken lady say, dating? And she goes, okay, fucking a 22-year-old. Clearly the 22-year-old is not present in this conversation.
1: I see, see, I didn't read it that way. That's, oh. This is another one of those things where, like, the writing is ambiguous enough that I feel like relationships are not being firmly established.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, we read it differently. I think it's very clear that she's not talking about Chicken Lady.
1: So we've got what we have here is we've got a werewolf situation. <laughs> What? When, when we watched, uh, uh, oh, Lost Girl, okay, and one of us thought right. something was a werewolf and one of us thought it wasn't.
0: Okay. But but let's talk about but, the werewolf in the room. I did think that Dyson was definitely a vampire. But the and re- then it was aggressively obvious that he was a vampire. So I or, or, or werewolf. So I was wrong about that, and I was very confident.
1: But the reason I bring that up is because this is the opposite of that situation. Where in that situation, I feel like they had a clear intent and they just did a bad job of presenting it to the point where it was ambiguous and it didn't make sense.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
1: I feel like this is deliberately not spelling everything out, which is why the scene where she's talking to her ex-boyfriend has it has a very strong bit of expo log where she, she, he's like... um, she says something about like how's Lucy or whatever. And then he says she she misses you or something like that. Yeah. And then she goes, "Don't use your daughter to make me want to get back together with you" or something yeah. like that. And then he says, "Don't use my daughter to lighten your guilt" or something. But the way they're like, "Don't use my do- don't use your daughter, my daughter." Do- yeah. It's like that felt more expo-loggy than almost anything else in this. Yeah, episode. no, for
0: sure. I mean, I all of the conversation with, with Silver Hair and Chicken Lady felt like... Which, those are definitely their nicknames. Yeah. Bringing it back. We haven't done nicknames, fun nicknames for characters in a long time. I think we got better at remembering characters' names, but not in this one. Definitely Silver Hair and Chicken Lady. Their whole conversation, all of that just felt like fun. Fun dialogue. Yeah. None of that felt like expo-log. Right. The... Ruth, the older lady? That felt... Yes. that. You're a great therapist, but you're not my therapist. Yeah. That definitely, at first when she appeared, I thought it was just fun character stuff. I'm not late. It's only 11. Oh. And she like looks at yeah. her watch or something. Like that was fun. But then when they have that conversation about Nadia's mother, like that, that felt like, okay, this is the first real like expo log. I feel like we're getting here. Mm-hmm. We found out that she's part of the reason that she's, maybe, that she's feeling kind of intense about her 36th birthday is that her mom died at 35. Right. So, and maybe they had a tumultuous relationship and blah, blah, blah. So it's definitely, that's the first thing we're like, oh, okay, this is some... uh, This is the first hint we get as to potentially, not necessarily, but potentially, why this is happening to her now.
1: Right. Or at least why she's having mixed emotions about her birthday. Because even before... Yeah, the looping starts the very first go round, She seems to be kind of ha- she's off. She's having like, you know, she's not walking around the yeah. party being like,
0: this is
1: she's the best not night really of my life. partying. Yeah, yeah. She's,
0: she's walking around when she does the first pass from the bathroom to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. She's walking around just like patting people on the shoulder and being like, hey, thanks for coming. Or like, oh, it's great to see you. But she doesn't in- really engage with anyone. And I don't know if that was just because maybe that's like a New York <laughs> loft party thing. But it felt to me like she's not really in the party.
1: She's well, everybody she passes no other singletons in that entire walkthrough. Everybody is in groups of two or three and everybody else is talking to each other and yeah. she's interrupting conversations to say hi to people or, yeah. or people are breaking away from conversations to say hi to people. But she's very alone. She's alone she's very alone at her own birthday party and then she hooks up with a rando. Yeah you know the, the chemistry and leaves, aside right and leaves, leaves the
0: party she doesn't even try chicken ladies chicken
1: yeah at we least in that assume. first go around we assume yeah
0: rude i look like a sweet party i wouldn't leave to fuck that guy Right. At least not that early in the evening.
1: <laughs> no matter how many boring opinions about politics he has.
0: He was very, getting very philosophical. About yeah. Like, all relationships have an aristocrat and a peasant, a teacher and a learner. I was like, shut up. <laughs> I think I find that guy interesting and I, I hope he continues to be in the show because I'm kind yeah. of, I would like him to be fleshed out. But boy, he was spouting some grade A douche, like pretentious, like academic pseudo intellectual nonsense during that party
1: but like in a way that almost felt like he was somewhat self-aware possibly like
0: i can't remember what he was talking about in the first loop
1: he was was something about like and that's and then um it was something about like political stuff where he was like and pundits seize on that jealousy to something something it was like the oh. populist demagogues, it was something like that.
0: Okay. i, I It's not necessarily it exactly
1: <laughs> the kind of dialogue that we are so conditioned to just tune out these days. I think that, that was probably part of it.
0: You know what I just realized?
1: And his face was, that was what he was saying when his face was out of the shot. What did you just realize? How desperately I want a cigarette after watching this? Because <laughs> holy shit. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, buddy.
1: I don't think there is a single shot in this where people are not smoking. I want a cigarette
0: so bad. Well, there's definitely shots where people aren't smoking, but there is a lot of smoking. Yeah. So much
1: smoking. So much smoking. What did you just realize?
0: I just realized that, oh no, you mentioned cigarettes and now I can't remember the thing I just realized. I'll put my finger on my nose and everything. Um, it was something about that guy and what he was saying. Oh, he mentioned his wife in the second loop. Unprovoked. Was interesting. And the first one, she out of nowhere seems to say, "Do you have kids?" And he's like, what "Was that a pickup line? Like, uh, to make some joke?" And then he goes, "I have a son." And she says, "And your wife or something like that?" And he goes, "We split up a year ago." Yeah. So he's kind of he doesn't outright lie about um, at least having. Presumably. Assuming that he does, in fact, have a child. Mm-hmm. And he was married to the child's mother at one point, at least. He's not lying about any of that. He may or may not be lying about them being split up a year ago. But I feel like he wasn't because he mentions her. When he's doing the all relationships to have a teacher and a learner. So my wife... And then she interrupts him. Like, you have a son. And she's like, I have amnesia. And he's like, what? Have we met? Yeah. Anyway, that whole thing. I was like, he mentioned his wife of his own accord. So assuming that at, until she started saying weird stuff he was still on the same track rec- track,
1: uh-huh.
0: trying to have sex with her because when she said first says do you have kids she it, he, she interrupts him earlier yeah. in this conversation to say that and he goes what is that your pick up line he still delivers it in the exact same way yeah. so presumably he's still in the mindset of I'm trying to impress this lady maybe we'll do some sex stuff later so why would he bring up his wife unless he really is Divorced. Anyway, I thought that was just interesting. That I just re- remembered it. Like, oh yeah, he he mentioned the wife. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. It means and anything.
1: The, well, the, but that's the kind of ambiguous layering that I think is really fascinating. Where it's like, what, what kind of game is he playing? Where he's like mentioning his wife if he is intentionally hooking up with someone, or has it already come up, or like yeah. what. What 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 is what is he what is he doing?
0: He does see my wife, not my ex-wife.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: Interesting. That is another tiny wrinkle in the mystery of what this guy's deal is, which we may or may not find out. Oh, we do. And uh, d- not just because he looks like young Robert Glenister.
1: <laughs> and that that mystery where it's like there's a lot of details and and some details that almost feel contradictory, like that. Yeah, where it's like we've seen him in three different loops, and he's so did he in the first loop when he got the call that he's on in the third loop, because he would have been talking to her, right? By the by the third loop where he's on that call and he's saying like I'm I miss you and I'll see let me know when you get into the city. Yeah, did he just silence that call while they were headed to her house? Probably. Or did that call come in after or he left her house? Maybe
0: he called her. Oh. Because he went to this party and yeah. then like nothing happened. Maybe he decided to call her yeah. because he was like, Ugh, nobody's picking up what I'm laying down at this party. We don't know. Right. Because his night went very different. Although it was it was earlier in the evening. Huh. Because she, she just walks out of the apartment like right away mm-hmm. after in, in, initially interacting with Chicken Lady. So presumably her conversation with him where they end up talking about TLC, uh, that would have been at least like an hour after her conversation with Chicken Lady. Right. So I guess in the initial loop, if that phone call happened, it happened outside before he went into the party, maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, so the timeline is a bit weird because she leaves the party at a different time. Right. I think she stays at the party a lot longer in the second loop. Because she doesn't get distracted by this guy. Right. I wanted to go bone him. And Ruth shows up and they sit down. Let's get crooked and talk straight. What a great line.
1: Such a great line. Like, I will be using that for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. That is amazing. And I love it. So, yeah, they end up sitting there and, and talking. And then, uh, Chicken Lady puts on her weird you know, like, projector art display, which, like, I could not figure out. I mean, it was a funny like character bit. Yeah. I am invoking a community experience. I am not being a performer or whatever she yeah. says. Like that was great character stuff and like New York art stuff. Yeah. But I wasn't sure what about the. Cause I think that's when N- Naughty leaves, right?
1: Right. That's when she has the, the, the moment.
0: That's, that's not, she doesn't leave, but that's when she has the flashback.
1: And that's actually the third, the third,
0: that's the third loop, no. No, the second loop.
1: You're right. It's the second loop.
0: That's when she has the flashback, because she's talking right. to right. Ruth and then she initially, goes in the and she's like, "All this stuff felt familiar, even yeah. this conversation. No, not this conversation. This, this is new. new. Yeah. So maybe I'm fine. Maybe I was just having a weird moment. Yeah. She thinks she's fine at that point, and then something about that uh, projector light show.
1: It it triggers, triggers. the memory of. Like, she gets hit by the cab, and then there's a shot of, like, a, f- a glowy field of, like, sparkling lights. Like, kind of like a, a like, like, the light. I think I think it's oh. kind of invoking, like, the light where people Maybe are like, don't went, go into the light, or she, I see the light.
0: She almost went into the light. Yeah. And that's what those, the light show
1: It It, it, it evokes that memory.
0: Okay. All right. I could go with that. I didn't get that the first time, but I, I'm, like, seeing it now that you're describing it.
1: I, I... Almost I'm tempted to be like, we should pause this recording and go watch this pilot again.
0: <laughs> it's yep. just,
1: it is just, it is so densely layered. Yeah,
0: though there's so much. I cannot believe it was less than 30 minutes. Yeah. So much happens. So much more happened in that 30, less than 30 minutes than happened in the entire 90 minute pilot of Highway to Heaven. Was it's not a 90 minute it one? It was
1: a 90 minute pilot.
0: Oh, good God. Why? Why do these things happen?
1: Yeah. So, I I find it really interesting that the cat disappeared.
0: Yeah, that was weird. That was the first thing we saw that was really, aside from the loop itself, that was the first thing that happened that seemed supernatural. Mm-hmm. Everything else, once she was in the loop, everything acted pretty normally. That was the first thing, the cat disappearing. The second thing was her... Uh, Spitting up water oh, from
1: she, she drowned. Yeah, but she
0: drowns the second time, and then she goes. Then she ends up in the bathroom, but she's spitting up water, which seems to imply. Because in the first one, she doesn't. We don't. We don't, She's not drinking water or anything. It seems like she's. The water's running because she was washing her hands or flushing water on her face or something like that. She's just freshening up. So, yeah, that is the first. That's the second clue of something within the loop being sort of supernatural i guess her remembering the previous loop remembering herself dying but she could remember other things so that's not inherently anyway yeah that the cat disappearing was weird yeah and i want to know whether the cat is going to continue to be the thing that tempts her into the things that kill her i guess we don't know for sure if the show will continue to kill her right for all we know, the rest of the show could be one loop. I don't know.
1: <laughs> that would be amazing if
0: Because because that's two three three loops within the first episode and then the rest all stays within that last loop. Probably not. It seems unlikely. But uh I guess this is this is where it comes to the point, the thing that I got spoiled. Well,
1: before you before you mention that, because yeah. I, I do want to talk about that, I wanted to say that that nighttime scene where she's in Central Park mm-hmm. and everything has that just beautiful soft glow. Yeah. Uh, I I just looked up on my phone because I couldn't remember the painter's name, but I think it's Jacques Joseph Tissot. I I saw an exhibition of his paintings in um in New York a couple of years ago, and he, it's a they're definitely like a, it's a style of paintings that you've seen from like the. Uh, like 1880s in Paris where it's like he painted all these nighttime scenes of like crowds at fairs and everything has that same glow where it's just like mm, really mm-hmm. soft focus orange hues and like everybody's kind of wearing like dark colors but it's still very warm and kind of almost like a, a holiday feeling in sort of the way the the light kind of glows yeah and it's a look that i haven't seen on film in a lot of in, i haven't seen it on film a lot like they achieved a really novel filmic look in this like the the stuff in the apartment feels like very slick kind of new york apartmenty kind of feeling and yeah. like a lot of things i've seen but when she's out in central park like it was something very different and the the colors and the look which is where she finds the cat and then the cat disappears and i'm I'm almost wondering if there is going to be some sort of color palette coding going on for these loops where, you know, it's like if she goes to certain places, it becomes more like softer focus, fanciful. Like when she's out in the park, like if they kind of start to explore those locational things where the apartment feels very grounded, very real, very like, like, um, I want to say tactile, but that's not the right word. But like, it's very solid there. Yeah. But the farther and her apartment where she lives feels very solid, and the the deli feels very solid. But like the street scenes, it's sort of like the the wider the canvas gets, the softer the focus gets.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So it's
1: like she might be. I almost get the feeling like if this is like some sort of small creative created world that she's trapped inside of. The farther she goes from that central. Sort of area, you know. The f- farther off the 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 holodeck program mm-hmm. she goes, the less detail there is, which I think is just kind more of more like,
0: like uh, Coraline's uh, the other mother's house in exactly, Coraline, exactly, exactly like that. I that is an interesting idea. I don't think that's gonna happen just because she does go to both her. She goes to three different locations just in the first loop, her apartment. Although it's probably not that far because they well the and they the, walk
1: the the the, the we don't know for sure that they don't. I think the bodega is beneath her apartment.
0: Yes, that's that seems clear that it's if not right beneath it's very close. Yeah, because they mention that he's a he's a he's a deli cat and he goes there frequently. Yeah, she he, she's like whenever he gets out or whenever he goes out, he comes back to me or the deli within forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. But now it's been three days. Right, which. It's kind of funny that, like, she's she doesn't seem like a kind, of, kind of person would freak out because it would have been, you know, one more day than, than the cat normally yeah is out and about. Anyway, it's interesting. But especially the bit where the, the ex-boyfriend is like, do you want to go look for oatmeal? And she's like, can we do that? Like, she's so, like, thank you. Like, she's almost childlike. In her excitement over that he's agreed to go look for oatmeal with her.
1: Which it feels like maybe her concern for oatmeal is her externalizing a deeper existential thing That's she's true. going through.
0: She dies trying to get oatmeal. Yeah. So maybe she starts to feel like, I have to find oatmeal and that'll solve this whole problem. That'll right. resolve this issue.
1: And then she finds oatmeal and, and it doesn't. Nope nope so really one last thing before you talk about the spoiler you saw
0: yeah
1: i just wanted to say that like overall even though this is a time loop i feel like there there's a there's a strong consciousness of other time loop things in media you know we star trek has a couple of time loop things and Mm -hmm. stargate has a beautiful one where every time the loop restarts someone is getting hit in the face with a door opening Mm -hmm. it's just beautiful (laughs) And you know, of course, uh, uh, Groundhog Day and Happy Death Day. Like, but yeah. what was interesting about this, and it's something that I've heard. Well, I, I, don't I don't
0: know about Happy Death Day. I only know the basic concept. How does that? How does the loop start in that one? It's, Waking up in the morning.
1: Uh, yeah. And then there's a there's another there's a movie I saw where it's like a, a teenage boy, his loop starts right as he's masturbating and his mom walks in on him.
0: <laughs> oh, geez.
1: Which is, which. <laughs> That's how that movie. I can't remember the title of that movie. That's how that movie starts. And it ends up being this like very sweetly wholesome kind of teen coming of age movie. Hmm. But it's like they really leaned into that. Nick Offerman plays his dad. It's pretty great.
0: Huh.
1: Uh, But the the thing, though, about time loops is I feel like a lot of the more popular ones, they teach you to fixate on certain details or characters or conversations. And like, it's there's this strong emphasis on the hero having to repeat the same shit in order to get it right, quote yeah. unquote. I mean, like the way out of the time loop in Groundhog Day is he has to create the perfect day. Yeah. And what's great about this is there's, at least in this first episode, they're not leaning into that. It's just like, yeah, she's... She's having to sort of... I know the first episode is just her figuring out what is going on. But even the way it doesn't repeat a lot of dialogue, it's not giving us things to fix it on. It's like, this, this is important. And even the way we're talking about the cigarette, it's like, it has cocaine in it like the Israelis do. It's like, that must be important because the show has told us it three times. Yeah. Because in these time loop things, it's like, that's going to be the key. Like, her coming out of a loop and like, there's a guy and she says the Israelis put cocaine in their, their weed yeah. cigarettes and it's weed cigarettes. Who am I? My mom, but you, you know, like it's like in some ways we're almost, she doesn't doing...
0: smoke it in the, in the third loop though.
1: Yeah. But so we're...
0: I, and I, I wondered if they were doing that on purpose. Like we're ruling out the possibility that this, just in case you were thinking as she yeah. was, she was like, there's any chance that there's anything else in this I really need you to tell me. Yeah.
1: Okay. So what is the thing that you saw?
0: So, well, before I say that, I will say my guess was that each episode of the show was going to be a loop already wrong, Mm -hmm. already wrong. Right. I would have expected each episode to end and start with a loop. So either ending on the death or ending on the coming to, if you like, in the bathroom. Also not true. However, I still expected that, I guess when she walked away, and then it's over, I was really, like, taken aback, like, oh, we don't. My brain was already ready for, like, yes, okay, changing up the pattern. She's just going to go home this time and stay home and be safe and not do anything risky and see if that works. Or if the universe is going to keep self-correcting and force her to die. Mm -hmm. Which it almost feels like it did it the second time on the second loop because the cat disappears and that disorients her and she falls in the water. So. I was like, oh, okay, she's going home. What happens next? And then with the credits, and I'm like, oh, I was really like, I, I f- felt like the end of the credits for the Fellowship of the Ring, where I was like, is it already over? And the rest of it ever, my family was like, oh, my God, that was long. And I was like, I was ready to like, all right, let's go. Let's get yeah. there. Let's get to Tomb. But I was still expecting that the next episode would maybe start with her at home. Mm-hmm. Like... Trying to sort of get through the night by staying safe, mm-hmm. which is, and, and then she would end up probably dying anyway, right. despite her best efforts. And she would start another loop. That's kind of what I was expecting the next episode to be. And I was expecting that the reason it cut off there was just because they were like, yep, we, that's a good ending point as any because of timing and blah, blah, blah. But each one is a little bit different in length, which is so unusual. That it seems like they wouldn't just cut off because they're like, well, we kind of ran out of time for this episode. Right. So that's that's why I had that feeling of this is the first half hour of a movie vibe. However, I saw from the the thumbnail and the description, the next episode takes place the next day. So she escapes that evening.
1: So maybe she does stay home and then...
0: She's, she maybe, she, she must make it, presumably she makes it through the night. Right. And then... Perhaps she still ends up dying and getting sent back to the night before. Right. But I was just, like, astonished. I did not expect the show to ever let her get to the next day.
1: Right. So but anyway, I'm just she really does... curious
0: now. I feel like all my expectations and all my assumptions are off the table now.
1: Right. But I, I. But again, this is like the show is playing with our assumptions of how a time loop should work. Yeah. Because... Um... That's true.
0: I mean, in Groundhog Day... Doesn't the loop end whether he he tries to stay awake and he just, at some point he'll like nod and close his eyes and then he wakes up the next morning. Yeah. It forces the loop at the end of that day. He yeah. cannot get to the next day. Yeah. And that's his thing is he can't advance to the next day. Whereas this is obviously not going to be that. And I guess I was just expecting that.
1: Yeah. So like how, how that plays out, you know, we could get a whole episode of her like, Going on for the rest of her life and getting to be 80 years old and dying on her, you know, 80, 88th birthday,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, and then waking up back at the party.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, anything anything is up for grabs now, I feel like. I guess, did you also expect it to be confined to that evening the way you were expecting it to be kind of confined to the area of the party?
1: No. Because of the the... Because of that last line, which is like, "Okay,
0: be careful. Be
1: careful," because she has figured out that she keeps dying and going back to that spot. Yeah, which is already a weird, like, impossible experience. Yeah. So she obviously is just gonna go home and stay safe, and like, you ought to look out. You know, like YOLO. Like, it's just like, wait.
0: (laughs) That's Uh, definitely what YOLO stands for. Yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, I'm hip to the youths. Yeah uh but
0: those millennials
1: i had a thought i was when i was driving down here to see you i got passed in a car by like clearly like some high school kids and i was like yeah and my first thought was like fellow young people and then i was like someone who is 16 is literally exactly half my age yeah i was like whoa that's weird anyway uh <laughs> i'm hip to the kids <laughs>
0: You know, speaking of age, how old is Natasha Leone? Because I had the impression she was a few years older than me, but I also feel like this show only came out max two years ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I need to look that up. I'm sorry. Go, I'm go do ahead. Go ahead and look that up. I'm going to look that up, and then maybe we should move on to segments. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Uh, I think before that, we had oh. a clip.
0: Shoot, we just did it. The first segment.
1: Uh huh. What is
0: will what the what show be? be?
1: Oh, oh I want to finish that point I was making about. Yeah. Uh, we, so she's sorry. like, "Go home, be safe, uh, be careful." That to me said that the length of time that that there was no time limit on how long she could survive before a reset, because she's oh. figured out to be careful.
0: Okay, that's yeah, that's fair. I didn't make that same connection, but yeah.
1: And she's also determined really quickly that the the nexus of the loop is her which i feel like in a lot of time loop things it's like Preach. they spend a lot of time showing you all the other things in the world that are repeating yeah you know where it's like whereas this spent no time on having people be locked in in tracks that people are going along track you know there's there's no yeah. like um what are, t- there's no like touchstone moments at the party where like maybe a guy yells Shit! And then smashes a the glass, and someone's like, "Fuck you, Dave!" And yeah, then, like, there's like a true. scuffle.
0: That's a really good point. And then she's that-
1: walking through, and she's like, "Shit! Fuck you, Dave!" And then
0: yeah, fuck you, Dave. You know, yeah, like there's yeah. none of
1: that happening.
0: That's a really good point. Uh, as soon as uh, people seem to be doing the normal things, a- until she just uh, interrupts them. However, yeah, so far we haven't seen anything except the "Hey, birthday baby" or whatever right. chicken lady says to her
1: even the knocks on the door of the bathroom before she goes out yeah the first knock that you hear at the beginning of the episode is very rhythmic it's like da 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 yeah da 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 and i was like yeah. okay we're establishing like a very clear knock pattern that's going to hit every time the loop repeats but then it- and immediately when she wakes up the really. first loop yeah. it yeah. doesn't yeah it's totally different it's not, it's just like someone knocking
0: yeah and that the, the pounding sound is consistent but yeah it didn't immediately become like a, a little rhythm in my yeah. head
1: which i yeah there's there's no t- there's no touchstones which even the spots where she sees the cat change mm-hmm. yeah the body language of it's not like she keeps seeing the 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 street the the panhandler um the Spanger in the same orientation or stance or you know it's yeah because oftentimes in loop things like this, they'll just use the same first establishing shot of a scene or a character over and over and over again. Yeah. And then they'll punch into a close-up of the main character being like, that's weird, or whatever. But they're, they're not doing that. Like, the whole world is very different every loop. Yeah. Even if things are echo or, or similar.
0: Yeah. No, I, I the the thing you, the point you made about... I, I didn't notice the absence of it, but this point you're making, the, like, the, the fuck you, Dave, bit. Like, yeah. That is a thing that you expect to happen. Yeah. And, and they didn't, aside from the pounding on the door and the, 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 hey, birthday baby or whatever, that those are the only two things that happen the same every time. And yeah, they didn't waste a lot of time. Although we might see other things. Right. She might go back to the bodega, the guy dropping the stuff on the ground, Um, the guy, the sp- guy spanging, you know, but yeah. still, like, yeah, that's, even the guy's changing. She leaves the house at different times every time. Uh-huh. So he's not always doing the do you have a quarter? Do right. you have a quarter? Right. He's doing a different bit he's doing different behavior each time. Yeah. Anyway, that's yeah, that is really different. It's different from what we were expecting, I yeah. guess, for both of us. Anyway, I found the answer to my question, which is that Natasha Leone is just a couple years older than Nadia, which is just it's just rare for women to actually get to play younger than they are. Right. I have this very often.
1: Unless their their name is Ming-Na Wen.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> True. Or But uh, like if anything Natasha Leone sounds older than she is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she makes the gag in the episode about, you know, I smoke two packs a day. That's uh, the internal organs of someone twice my age. Of a man twice my man age. A man twice my age. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I mean, she's, yeah, the, the voice alone yeah. definitely gives a vibe. So I remember they said 36. I went, that just immediately sounds wrong because I'm older than 36. Yeah. And I'm like, I know Natasha Leone isn't younger than me. I don't know if she's much older. But she's 41 this year. So when the show was being shot, she was like 39 or 38, depending on how long it took. But she was definitely not 36. And that's just not not by a lot. But right. it's still, it's just, it's unusual. Right. I feel like you don't get that very often. That's you, cool.
1: You, it, yeah, especially for actresses. Yeah. You know, it's it's yeah. like, I feel like it is much more common for a, a man to be, well, like... um Ian McShane has been playing 40-year-old people for, yeah. like, 50 years. <laughs> it's just like, what is going on?
0: Yeah, he that man has aged very gradually. Yeah. Very gradually.
1: I want there to be a movie about him and Samuel Jackson playing immortal people.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. Be good. I'd, I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Yeah. I would watch that, show.
1: Well, uh, shall we move on to our next segment?
0: Yeah, which is... Where did the money go? I mean, I don't think this is not a pilot in the sense of of they didn't know. I'm sure they had already ordered mm-hmm. the whole series. Uh, so I mean, maybe not. What do I know about inside Hollywood baseball? But that seems like the kind of vibe. This seems like that kind of show, like an HBO series, where yeah. they are they are starting the show with confidence that they will continue. There's yeah. not going to be any tweaks. No. Between the pilot and the and the, and the first regular episode.
1: That is something that I would be so interested to find out if Netflix actually, these any of these do have pilots where like they make like a very low budge proof of concept for Netflix. Yeah. Like um, like how yeah. uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. They like filmed a very low budge, like 20 minute version of that because the four leads are also the four creators of the show and everything. So like there exists a very low budge, like pitch pilot of that show. Hmm. But the the shot pilot, it had already been picked up. Right. So, like, what airs as the first episode pilot, whatever, is yeah. is they've already been picked up. But there exists this, like, lower budge kind of, like, yeah. unaired but pilot. It's that... the difference
0: between a pilot and a first episode, yeah. which we've talked yeah. about before. Yeah. I think in this case, uh, because I think the, the budget ends up just being spread out more evenly. Yeah. Uh, because they are not trying to avoid set pieces or like they only had the money to spend on one big set piece or whatever but like i mean let's be real that vaginal space door cannot have been cheap no i mean it looks great
1: that being <laughs> it does look so great and the
0: costumes chicken lady's outfit is very yeah. elaborate the costumes are great can you take a moment for the costumes yeah. they are great
1: they're very new york <laughs> very movie new york i guess yeah. you could say but the, the the just again as a piece of writing as a, a 24 page script, the script for this episode as a pitch for a show, as a like, this is the thing we want to make. Like, do you want to fund it? Like, it's an excellent script.
0: Yeah. Even if mm-hmm. it was
1: picked up already, like, just like if someone had just shown me this pilot and been like, do you, should we make another? Like, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if this had been a more traditional just again, don't actually know what the situation is, but right. guessing. If this had been a more traditional, like we only have the money to shoot this one pilot, and we don't know if we're going to get to do another one, we wouldn't have seen her apartment in the first episode. Right. We would have just. It would have been outdoor shots. The bodega, which would you know, I'm sure there's so many bodegas you can shoot in or existing bodega sets that you can shoot on. Um, but yeah, in that in this case, they would make the apart the main apartment where she wakes up. The vagina door, right, uh, and then everything else would be like outdoors or whatever. But anyway, her her apartment we see a little less of. The climbing tree is very yeah. elaborate, but yeah, I'm I mean I'm sure that just um, setting up that that the fancy apartment mm-hmm. for the for the main first shot um, and the death shots, yeah, the stunts. That's probably actually where most of the budget went.
1: Right, but there's not like a big noticeable like effect sequence or anything like that. Like it's it is very, it is very like David Lynchian in the fact that a lot of its like weirdness is being created through atmosphere and situation as opposed to elaborate special effects. You know, there's no like yeah glowing entity creature like morphing through a wall or something. No,
0: honestly, at the first shot, I kind of thought that the thing in the door. She was gonna get like sucked into it or something, oh, yeah. or that was gonna be like, there's a crack in the universe kind of vibe. Yeah. And I, I honestly wonder if they don't make uh, the the crack in the door part of the first conversation to make sure you don't think that. Yeah. This is just a weird art installation in this woman's bathroom, because she's like that.
1: This this feels New York. This feels very much like a Ryan Johnson piece of writing where it's like, look, I have seen every possible version of this that has already been made <laughs> and not only am I going to be making a really good one for you I'm also going to be dialoguing with all the other versions of this it's great and
0: Chips. hard to answer this because such a weird show yeah and because of the way things went and that little spoiler I saw for the second episode I feel like it could go anywhere hmm but I guess we could at least try to throw out some ideas uh, we have about where the show is going from here. Clearly, we know it's not going to be one loop per episode. But I wonder, will there ever be an episode without a loop, or well, an episode and- that exists within a single loop? Like right, a whole episode.
1: The the uh, we we still we have no way to establish a pattern. It could be one loop per episode going forward. It, we probably, I would be really, really pleasantly surprised if they resist the urge to do any kind of a a loop mashing montage like you see in like,
0: Oh, but that's like the good place does the best one. I know. Oh, this get like, like the balloons and the monk's robes. Mm -hmm. Those, that was so fun. I, I, I don't know. I'm not opposed to it.
1: I just, the only reason I would be I'm I'm not opposed to it. I'm just saying I would be pleasantly surprised if they don't is because that would be a major statement on the writing and creation of of a time loop story. Yeah. Where you're just we're not going to do this. It would com- it would be a completely different pacing yeah. and way of thinking about it. True. Um which I I just like I I mean I commented that on that I commented Bertation I commented on that at the beginning of this that like It's very, the pace is very slow in terms of we have 24 minutes to show you that a time loop is happening. And instead of showing you 30 loops and really building it into this weird thing, we're going to show you three. And we're going to take time and build character with them. Oh,
0: yeah, that's true. I wouldn't have expected them to do one of those montages in the first episode. That would have been too much, I think.
1: I'm going to call this now in terms of cliffs. Call it. Somebody else that we have seen already knows more than they are letting on.
0: Oh, interesting. I'm I'm
1: just, I'm going to, I'm going to plant my flag on that. All right. I would like to call
0: something. Okay. I guess apparently now we're calling cliffs, any predictions for the future of the show, not just the first season cliffhanger. Sure. Uh, prediction. The, oh God, I had a really good prediction and now I've kind of lost the shape of it. Uh, I think the next episode is going to be her waking up the next morning and like going around about her day and thinking like, what the fuck happened last night? But it's confined to last night and thinking that like, it's I'm fine now. Right. But I'm probably going crazy because that happened last night. Uh huh. And she's going to go through the whole episode thinking this is something she just has to work out what's wrong with her brain because this happened in the past. And then the season, the episode will end
1: with her waking up again
0: with her in the bathroom. Like, oh, no. Yeah. I'm calling that. Okay. Go on that. Okay. Uh, but also, I wouldn't be shocked if it didn't happen because right? I do feel like the show is saying, like, hey, anything's going to happen here. Like, anything could happen. Yeah. You could, Yeah. You could end up with one of those things where they flash forward to, you know, 10 years later. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, that was a weird weekend. You know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, man. I'm just I, yeah. excited to find out what happens Yeah.
0: As far as cliffs, um, I'm sorry, as far as ships mm-hmm. that crash into cliffs. Uh, I, I want to see more of the, the random dude. I don't know why. Because.
1: The the Spanger?
0: No, no, sorry. Um, the, 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 the guy she fucks in the first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loop. He's, he, he's like a complete douche in the initial scene where he's like, well, I am. Yeah. uh, I'm very smart. I'm very intellectual. Philosophy is brain stuff. I, he, I immediately was like, oh, this guy. But then, I don't know, he's kind of weirdly likable. I sort of like their interplay. The way that, they, like, we don't see them have sex. We see yeah. that weird <laughs> sexual moment when yeah. they first start talking. But then they're, like, out on the street, going to her apartment. They don't yeah. go, like, do it in the bathroom or something. Right. They're going to her apartment. They stop at the store to get provisions.
1: Condoms. <laughs> uh, and then... Shout out to my fellow latex allergic people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then... We're, just, we're back at the apartment. He's, like, kind of g- getting dressed again. Yeah. Like, they're not in bed. Mm-hmm. She's already out on the couch. She might be wearing a robe
1: mm-hmm.
0: or whatever. But he's, he's... And he's not, like, getting his shirt back on. I don't know. It's just... It's surprisingly kind of chased yeah. for how sort of uh crude that initial bit about TLC was. Yeah. Like, they jump then almost immediately to... And now they're just talking afterwards. But the little interplay with the two of them where he's like, oh big deal for your cat he's a climber wow bold of you to assume that, that cat is male and then just rambling he's like why didn't you talk like this before we fucked and she's like oh i thought you're <laughs> yeah you're just a, a creepy weirdo but now i see you really deep and then he's like why don't you come sit on my face and she's like oh i would love to but i just called you an uber this little interplay between the two of them i find really fun and playful yeah, Even the chemistry is good. It could have been... I feel like different actors could have read the same dialogue and made it like she was like, get the fuck out of my house. I've, I've gotten what I wanted out of you. Right. I called you an Uber. Fuck off. You yeah. know, it could have been really, like, aggressive. And instead, it's weirdly kind of playful. Mm-hmm. And then, in the third loop, when he catches her from falling and he's like you almost took us both down be careful he looks genuinely concerned yeah he's not like hey watch where you're going lady you know i'm walking here
1: i think i think the reason we're both fixating on him is because he is such an outlier at this party
0: yeah it's someone she doesn't know but he appears in all three loops and and he's not like the, the 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 her ex
1: her ex is also kind of seems like vibing as an outlier at the party. Yeah. But he dated her previously. So it's like he's connected to her scene
0: yeah. by having
1: been connected to her. But this other guy is like... Someone
0: texted him and she, uh, he said, I wouldn't have even known it was your birthday, except yeah. I think it's Chicken Lady. Uh, he texted him. texted him. Anna maybe? Or Annie?
1: Something like that.
0: So, yeah. He seems a little bit too, but honestly I, I found him super uninteresting. I was like yeah. not engaged with with ex-boyfriend at all. Although I do feel like they're painting a picture of her type. (laughs)
1: Right. Between the two of them. But but you know what I, you see what I'm saying about the, the guy being kind of an outlier at the party. Like there's all these like art hipster type people. And then he's He's like, he's dressed very boring professor of philosophy. He does say my students at one point. So we
0: know that he's, he is a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely has a very different vibe from everyone else at the party.
1: And that to me that to me is really interesting and, and I don't know if it's necessarily gonna be him, but that that part of that that is part of my theory that there is somebody who knows more than we've heard them say hmm. because there's like these weird outlier things happening. Like this might be some sort of construct the, the what is happening might be getting constructed
0: hmm. and not All just right.
1: intentionally yeah. repeated. But I love that I don't know what is causing this scenario Oh, yeah.
0: I didn't even have a theory, even a vague theory. I I kind of assume it's going to be a bit of a, you need to resolve some part of your life in order to move forward. Mm -hmm. But maybe I'm just assuming that because that's a common time loop thing. That's Groundhog Day. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's the only reason I'm thinking that. Also because she's depicted as her life being like maybe a little bit of a mess. Right. Not, not a total she's, mess. She's, she's not...
1: holding a job and appears successful enough to yeah. have an apartment bigger than any New York friend I've ever
0: had. You know, <laughs> right? So know. Yeah. Uh, by herself, too. Yeah. Like, no roommate or whatever. No, she does seem to have a good job. Uh, she seems to be, like, competent. And she seems to be working on job-related stuff, like, yeah. later that night on her birthday after a party.
1: Hey, you know, she had her party. She, she, got, her, she got laid and yeah. she's just like, good to go.
0: Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm going to get some work done. Yeah. Before I go to the store to get more cigarettes. You think she would have been like, no more cigarettes. Well, it's getting late. I she go to bed? I don't know. What time is it when she does that? Maybe she's a bit of a night owl. I don't or know.
1: Maybe she yeah, she's super wired after yeah. the whole party. She did smoke some cocaine cigarette. Yeah, so. that's true. Joint. It's called a joint.
0: I know that. I'm so hip. I'm not old. Look, look, strangely, when the kids these days are uh, doing the devil's lettuce they call it a joint.
1: Right. And you have a joint after you smoke a molly.
0: Yes, that's right. No, you smoke a molly. I think you, I think you, um, you, you say you do a joint. Yeah.
1: You do a joint. You snort,
0: you... you know, you snort a joint. Right. Wait, hold on. How do drugs go? I actually don't know.
1: And, and, and an ecstasy is where you have the, the little, the little razor blade on the mirror. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: Okay. No, I think it's um, um, uh, a a an ecstasy is it's got tobacco and um a a and a, 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 a blunt in it. I okay. I'm okay. I just... We know a lot about drugs, dude. You guys, I just learned the difference between a junt and a blunt.
1: A junt and a blunt.
0: I'm so hungry right now. Have you just I had think... both
1: of those things? Is that what's going on?
0: I've just learned what the difference is between a joint and a blunt within, like, the last year. So. so
1: first I had a junt, and then I had a bloint. And now <laughs> bloint. I'm really high, you
0: guys. <laughs> and now it's been exploited. <laughs>
1: Moving on to our next segment, which we like to call...
0: What will this show be? Wait, didn't we already do this? Oh my god, fuck you, Dave! <laughs> Alright, our next segment is... Hey, hey. So I didn't recognize anyone except Natasha Lyonne. Did you?
1: No, the 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 uh, the the grand dame of cigarettes and raspy voice, like yeah, very much recognized her. But I I looked at her IMDb credits and she was in like she was in Ocean's Eight, but I didn't see her. I didn't see anything on her credits and go ah yes, she was in that thing and I saw it and I remember her being in it. It was more yeah. just like she's playing a very specific type.
0: That's what I saw. I saw, oh, yes, this type of person. Yeah. I love it. Not, oh, that lady looks familiar. Absolutely. Yeah. Nobody looked familiar to me. I thought, yeah, the, 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 the professor uh, pretentious uh, yeah. seemed a little bit like Robert Glenister, but just in a, like, he looks like him way. Right. And, yeah, I didn't recognize anyone else except Natasha Lyonne, so
1: And uh, we, we both were like, oh, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler being one of the creative yeah, people behind being
0: involved it. in the yeah, yeah in the creation of the show, but yeah, no other that guys.
1: Yeah, uh, this takes place in a city called New York, which I recognized from... Uh, having, yeah,
0: uh, I do recognize New York as being a character in the show. Yeah, New yeah, York's really, really like a, a separate character in this show, it's I would a, say. It's definitely. really
1: a, a different New York than we've ever seen New York, New York, which yeah. is, you know, it's interesting when uh, New, know, York, I heard, New York's like this.
0: I actually heard that you like New York, so I New Yorked this New York so that you could New York while you New Yorked.
1: Well, you know, you, you need New York.
0: I love New York.
1: You know you need unique New York. Yeah. Moving on to our next segment, which we like to call...
0: I choose you. Who is your favorite character, strangely?
1: Well, I think we're both very interested in uh, uh, Mr. TLC. Uh, Yeah.
0: Professor Douchebag.
1: And and Natasha Leone's um, portrayal in this is just like, she's so charming. Like I know, oh, I know this woman. She's you know, wonderful. Like, she's yeah, delightful. she's she's
0: delightful. I absolutely adore her. Aside from her, you can, if you can't pick her, yeah, you can't pick and, the main character.
1: And like I said, we're both stoked on the the guy. But um, honestly, the the um, the the short blonde hair lady. hmm I'm like, I don't quite get what her deal. Like, like we haven't quite gotten her deal. Like it says that true. she's dating someone younger, but like. It's just, it's a, it's a little bit like, who's...
0: And they do, well, they do have that moment where uh, Nadia goes into the bathroom and she's in there making out with, with honestly, at a party where there's one bathroom, rude. Don't, yeah. don't make out in the bathroom.
1: There's people jumping up and down on one leg out here.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then, but she then, when she's clearly, she's not like annoyed at Nadia. She's concerned about Nadia yeah. right away, pretty much. And then when uh, uh, ex-boyfriend... Uh, comes in, she's like, you talk to her, and then she's like, that's, well, it's her birthday, and that's her ex, so make other plans. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, She clearly knows Nadia well enough to know, she knows her history, she knows the ex-boyfriend, so. Yeah, I guess we don't really, we know she builds things. She actually executed the concept, Chicken Lady's concept for the door, so. I don't know, I'm honestly, aside from hoping that Professor Douchebag actually does stick around and become more fleshed out as a character and less of a douchebag. Maybe um I'm just looking forward to being introduced to new characters. I hope we yeah. just they don't really harp on these existing characters. They're always going to be there at the initial party, but I hope we just you know we get a more f- fleshed out world mm-hmm. and we meet other people in her life and. I also, I do hope that we go back to the bodega and find out what was going on with the bodega guy and his friend who's having a weird night because, oh, prediction. Okay. That guy is also in a loop. Interesting. He's like, he's, he's having a weird night and he knocks something over and breaks it and then like stares at it. Right. Maybe that was like his fuck you, Dave. He always breaks something in the store or something like that, you know? I don't know. Oh, that'd be interesting. Weird. I know it's it's a weird theory and it might be totally unrelated, but otherwise, what's the point of this guy right. and his friend having a weird night and her lingering on looking at this guy? Because she walks away from... Right. Bodega Guy, she clearly knows because she asks his oatmeal here. So they're like friends.
1: Yeah, but she, there's that kind of weird moment where she's like staring and then she kind of stares off into space before those douchey guys talk to her. And it's yeah. like, in terms of setting up a clue that is not followed up on in yeah. the first episode. That is the one spot where it's like Yeah. But it could also be the result of just being a little tipsy from a party and there's just a drunk guy out on the street, you know, like
0: mm, I I feel like the show wouldn't I don't know. I feel like the show is doing something there.
1: Could be. I'm just saying I've seen that guy having a bad night so many I'm times in real life. I'm not saying it's
0: unrealistic for that to happen in New York. I'm saying it's unusual for that to happen in a show and not mean something
1: i'm I, the only reason you're getting pushback from me on any of these points is because i feel like the show is aggressively saying whatever you think you know about time loops okay doesn't yes. apply here that's true and that's the, I'm not... that is
0: very true i think that is the the thing we don't need to even say anymore if yeah. we've addressed it like all these predictions are with the caveat But they could go completely different. We could be totally wrong about any of this. She thinks that the Spanger looks familiar. Is that going to turn out to be relevant? Who knows? Because she says it in the first loop. I love the
1: way he does it. He mimics her hand like, do I know you hands? And he's He's like, like,
0: fuck off. Yeah. No, I'm curious because he doesn't, nothing he does gives us a hint that like he knows things. But the fact that she says, I think I know that guy in the, very first loop yeah, does make you think this might, guy might be related. But that's a good point. The Spanger guy, her t- thinking he looks familiar, yeah. the guy in the bodega having a weird night and her looking at him weirdly, either one of those could be just a thing that happens of a night in New York.
1: Just thought of something. What? The first loop we see might not be the first loop. Oh. Which would also mm-hmm. go into explaining how her dialogue with... Uh, professor guy doesn't exactly translate into it, like it's like flirtatious and whatever but it it like doesn't quite it's weird, tra- it's weird. Says, it's, yeah I'm
0: like TLC don't go chasing waterfalls and he goes Lisa Lefty Lopez was always my favorite because she says something like because she went yeah she went crazy or something like that but then they start making out it's like a it's weird thing yeah. it's a weird conversation to have right while you're starting to make out with someone
1: right so it's like
0: because even, Ugh, like, that's her, her,
1: like, mm, uh, uh, moment when she, at the very beginning of the episode, she's yeah. having a weird kind of gathering herself moment in the bathroom yeah. before she goes out. Ooh. So we could actually be seeing the second loop on the first, first go around.
0: Ooh. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder how we would ever find that out.
1: Maybe loops within loops.
0: Yeah. No, that's interesting. But
1: then we're getting into primer territory, and I, I don't really <laughs> want to rehash that movie again. Primer? primer sorry primer territory never said that word out loud let's just let's just let's just leave my my pan european bullshit alone and move on to our next segment which we like to call
0: literally nowhere in the world do they speak english do they say primer anyway
1: i'll get you some recordings
0: oh okay what is the next so. segment final verdicts did this pilot do the job of a pilot and make you want to watch more
1: no i'm i'm done yeah i'm, I'm out. fine no i'm like whatever interest whatsoever I'm, who
0: even cares where the show is going i think it's pretty obvious that we're both pretty stoked if i had watched that of an evening i would have watched at least three or four episodes in a row no no question if it hadn't been for the podcast which the person who really recommended the show to me told me that uh She watched all of the episodes in one go and Mm -hmm. she kind of regretted it. She couldn't resist because it was so good and she wanted to know what happened, but that she kind of wished she'd given herself more time to sit with the show in between episodes. So uh, I'm I'm sort of glad that we had this Mm -hmm. going on, but this is not going to be one where we say, oh yeah, I want to watch more and then never do. It's going to happen.
1: Like within 10 minutes from now, most likely.
0: mean
1: what i
0: i think that is that that is such an interesting thing though
1: how this ends where it is and i think the reason i i was saying like it feels so complete and like there's an arc because it's not like it doesn't end on some crushing revelation like a lot like i feel like a netflix pilot would end with something that like absolutely you must watch the next episode
0: that's true just even to complete a conversation yeah I think the reason that I wanted to, I was like, oh God, I want to know what happens next. Is it, it seemed to end in the middle of a scene almost. It, it felt very unceremonious. Ceremonia. Rotation. I don't, I, I, I crane uh, shot?
1: Like we were <laughs> ready to roll credits. Like I was waiting for the freeze frame. Like,
0: <laughs> okay. with The crane shot. You're right about the crane shot. But in terms of the story, not yeah, the way yeah, it was yeah, shot. Of course. Her just going, okay, I need to go home. And then walking away. I didn't expect the episode to end there. I, I was like half I said, expecting, like, I was, a
1: garbage truck to hit her in that wide crane shot at the end. Well, you know, it was, like, something falling on her That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: I really expected the show to end on a death or an awakening.
1: And it didn't.
0: Yeah. Which is just... Absolutely. That was the first thing that made me go, Oh, everything's off the table. Who knows what the fuck's going on in this show? Yeah. And the fact that we did...
1: I want this chick in the Avengers. That's all I'm saying.
0: Like. <laughs> <laughs> it would be... It, it's like having to go back... Oh, it's like having to go back to a save point. And she's a video game designer.
1: Ah!
0: I just made that connection.
1: What if this is like, this is actually like an AI video game world that she's programming oh to God. work out her own whatever. I and she keeps that... playing a game. This is a game. That my face is melting.
0: <laughs> this, yeah, his <laughs> glasses are like sliding off. Thanks for listening to this episode of Pilot House. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pilot House Pod, visit our website, pilothousepodcast.com, or email us at pilothousepodcast.gmail.com at to suggest future shows. Our podcast is entirely listener supported, so thanks to our special guest stars Jerome, CJ, Josh, Christopher, Tina, and Juniper. Visit patreon.com/slash pilothouse to find out how you can become a series regular. Pilot House is a Herringbone Society production. I bet you everyone in the world who plays video games regularly watched the show and immediately made the save point connection. I just did. Because you said, I want her in the Avengers, and I went, no, it'd be so annoying. They'd be in the middle of a battle. She'd get shot, and she'd be going back to like two days ago or some shit. It would be really annoying. She'd have to go back to her save point. Oh,
1: I don't I even love... play video games. Really, I, I do I, I did for me the. I was really into
0: Alex Kidd when I was like twelve.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I I I can't think. I think uh, I I I have no. Uh, I, I think on that note, I I think that's. I think I I, I, I I Are you okay?
0: Yeah, I I
1: can't think of anything else to say. Here, like, here,
0: cause... smoke some of this. It's laced with cocaine, like these really do. If nobody eats my chicken. I'm going to kill myself. (laughs) (coughs) And on that note. Bye. Bye. And on that note. Bye. Bye. And on that note. bye. Bye. And on that note. And we'll fail.